You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. Many clinicians are struggling to engage patients with chronic disease in their own care, and basic challenges like staying on top of appointments and understanding their care plan remain a concern. These were some of the key points to come from the Chronic Care Challenge, How Technology Can Enrich Patient Care white paper, released by Medical Director. I'm joined by Medical Director Chief Medical Officer Dr Andrew McGuinness to discuss the white paper. Welcome Andrew. Yeah, hi there. What did the white paper reveal about the burden on primary care to manage complex ongoing conditions? Look, the the company is this is the second one of these that the company's done, and as you've suggested, this one's you know primarily around you know chronic conditions. The main findings in terms of the burden um, to the to the primary care physicians or the GPs was, I mean, probably three three points. One was the people that had a chronic condition invariably now had two chronic conditions or three chronic conditions or indeed right up to five chronic conditions and the the, the curve has moved off to the right-hand side. So there are more people being seen with more of these conditions and the older you get, the more likely you were to have things like arthritis, like cancer um, and on that sort of went. The other thing was that the time that it's taking at a given consultation has moved across. Um, and the, the, the stats came back from a combination of what we have as the General Practice Research Network, which is a, a statistically valid random sample of our GPs who we're getting de-identified data back on a pretty well daily basis. And also then the, the, the questionnaire that we ran of of um, of our users again a randomly selected sample, and that showed that the percentage of um, unique patient visits with a chronic condition has gone up um, basically one percentage point each year from about 2008 onwards. So it, it plateaued for a little while, um, but then from 2008, 9, 10 onwards. It's gone up 26%, 27%, 28%, 29%, and 30% in 2014. So more, more complex patients having more chronic conditions and taking longer is probably the, the things that stand out in terms of the, the challenges for the actual GPs looking at this patient group. The white paper included the results of a survey of 320 clinicians. What did the results reveal about their interactions with patients who are managing their condition or conditions? Yeah, I mean, that that was primarily the increase in, in the complexity of the management because of more conditions needing to be discussed at one visit and, and also um, the, the the timing um, and that sort of moved into the care plan area that you mentioned in your in your introductions, and that in itself is a topic of discussion all of its own. The, the care plans um, were um, proving to have problems from the from the patient's point of view, um, but also from the clinician's point of view, and technology can can help out in, in, in both of those areas and the software that my company is involved with, Medical Director, um, has been making some changes which we'll probably get onto a bit later. 
About two-thirds of the clinicians surveyed indicated that they would be willing to look into new technology to help manage chronic disease. What technologies were, were suggested and how could they address some of the problems clinicians are facing? Um, look, that's a that's a, a great sort of question, and and the the care plans that I mentioned is probably where the technology is going to have the the best sort of outcome in in the short term. The, the, the patients were struggling with care plans, according to the survey, from a number of of, of ways, and and one was appointments when they had multiple specialists and appointments were being made on their behalf by someone in their care team um, and the patients would either forget or just be confused by the whole thing. And so to have um, the ability for what in our space is online appointments, which is now available, but more to the point, for the patients to receive some message before the appointment. Now, for the elderly, that could be a phone call, um, but equally well, you know, most of the people that I'd consider, I'm 60, so anything anything, anything older than me is, is old, elderly, um, but, you know, they're, they're very into SMS, they're very into the technology. Many of my elder, elderly patients, as in older than me, you know, have iPads and have have this gear. So to get a, a, an SMS, you know, the day before, the week before, um, to get a phone call from a clinic nurse to say, now you remember you've got the appointment with doctor, whatever, all of that's going to help them considerably. Um, one of the other concerns that came out of the survey was that patients in, in group practices were not necessarily seeing their own doctor. And so that then came to how can they be sure that the doctor they do see knows what the previous doctor had to say about it um, and they just didn't understand their current care plan and that came back to that there's a trend to having more conditions represented on one plan. So if you've got three or four chronic conditions, you've got arthritis, you've got hypertension, you've got this and that, then the documents themselves were becoming increasingly confusing. So the ways around that was, you know, to try and make it easy for the for the patients to know what's going on. And so to have... Um, their, their care plans accessible by them, which by implication meant that they were electronic somewhere, was going to be almost a lay down was there to make things easier. Um, age was not an impediment to technology, um, certainly in the spaces that I work in. And so for them to be able to dial into their care plan and see exactly who's saying what and doing what with the one version that's updated by everyone was a, was a real thing that, that, that came out of the survey. Electronic notes, um, you know, the PCEHR now called My Health Record, in theory should help with that, but in practice it's got a little way to go, most punters would suggest. Um, so it was it was simpler things like the online appointments, like the um, someone from the clinic making contact in any one of a myriad of ways. It could be a phone call, it could be an email, it could be an SMS, that sort of thing. Um, the was was you know basically part of uh, part of that sort of story. What will medical director be focusing on next in this space? 
Okay, medical directors now probably what 23, 4, 5 years old and since its inception which began in the days of DOS, DOS computing, we're now well and truly away from that into the Windows side of things. Um, we're always trying to improve it year on year, month on month and the ultimate aim is to make the doctor's life easier and to make the patient's life safer. They're the fundamentals. But as we get more patients who are familiar with electronic interface, um, that opens up a, a myriad of opportunities. I mean, people book airlines online. People book their movie seats online. It should be that it's easy for them to care for their health online. So having a, an app on your phone, there's more and more of them around. Some do great things. Some probably are a bit of a novelty that then fade away. In our space, we're developing a, a patient-held application, either in the Apple space or the or the um, the non-Apple iPhone space, smartphone space, where the patients can get access to their clinicians and indeed their records, you know, via their smart apps. That would be certainly one one area that's um, you know being worked on at the moment. The online appointments becomes the, the tip of the iceberg in terms of being able to use that sort of patient portal, if you like, the practice website, to then get um, access to you know what the doctor's you know doing with them. That's sort of the mobile patient app. The medical director company is um, due to launch a, a new product called Medical Director Insights in the in the early new year which is allowing access into the medical director clinical records at a practice level so that the doctors can see how many patients they have with various diseases and all of that sort of thing. But it lets that information be exported into um, groupings for areas. So the, the old divisions, then Medicare Locals, now Primary Care Networks, can collate all of this sort of information sent out from various practices, de-identified, of course, so no one knows who it is, but they, they know what the, the, the population health, if you like, is in that sort of region. And that has great appeal, obviously, to the people that are trying to allocate resources in those spaces. The recall, reminder, follow-up side of our software has had a major redesign um, and workflow um, revision so that you know when patients are contacted, oh, look, the doctor wanted me to call you about your third hepatitis shot or your pap smear if you're at that age group or if you've got arthritis, you know, just to come in and be checked out or for, for the doctors to go to some aged care facility. All of that requires coordination and all of it requires follow-up and God forbid a medico-legal scenario where someone needs to know, well, did the doctor make the call or not? Or did the practice make the call or not? We've now got a really neat built-in audit trail so that anyone that needs to know can see exactly who contacted the patient, when, when a result came in, how it was processed, and all those sorts of things. So there's always an ongoing sort of maintenance of the program and introduction of new new ideas and new ways of doing things and indeed new technology and the chronic health healthcare challenge, how technology can enrich patient care, certainly gave us a lot of clues into the directions that that, that sort of activity can go. Thank you for your time, Andrew. It's a pleasure. 
hope, hope it's been helpful.